He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Pierre Hood on Shome 97.7. Moins d'une minute à faire à la période. A remis derrière. Et là, le tir de Morrissey est bloqué par Gallagher. Et les Jets s'en tirent grâce au repli. Au repli, mais voilà Toffoli qui intercepte et le but! Tyler Toffoli, un autre provoqué par le Canadien en territoire des Jets et c'est 3-1. At exactly 8.20 and I'm glad that Esteban chose that clip to play as we say good morning to Pierre because as you said last night to your uh, broadcast partner Pierre Tyler Toffoli, quelle histoire, eh? <laughs> good morning Terry. You, you just uh, actually stole The, the words from my mouth. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to, uh, to compliment uh, Esteban about choosing that particular clip. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. This is a clip that uh, is, is a well-deserved tribute to Tyler Toffoli. But may I add an extra layer of praises this morning? Because what's the first Habs name that I pronounce on that clip? Brandon Gallagher. Gallagher, yeah. And I'll tell you what, Terry, when, uh, the, when the ship is about, is about to drift away, when things are about to collapse or we feel things are about to collapse, never underestimate Brendan Gallagher on yeah. the ice. Yeah. Uh, I think that as much as Josh Anderson uh, made some sort of commitment publicly that the team would turn around last night, as much as, as all the team uh, was involved and as much as... Uh, They're trying. There were uh, great things on the ice, trying to fill the void by the absence of Ben Sherrod, and we will all talk about that. I think that, regardless of the score sheet, the real leader on the ice last night once again was Brendan Gallagher, and this this uh, giveaway or, or this turnaround uh, that um, that we've just heard actually was created first and foremost by Brendan Gallagher. I'm not taking anything away from Toffoli because no. he finished the job. But the chaos was created on the defenseman uh, by Brendan Gallagher, and then the rest opened up afterward. We, we always talk about Toffoli in my house because my wife is a Canucks fan. And uh-huh. and and every time Toffoli gets a goal, <laughs> she talks about how like Canucks let him get away, and it it really you know it's been uh, you know for I I, he's, I he has a nose for the net a nose for the the puck I, I you know I, I I can't put my finger on it because he's not the world's strongest skater you no. know he, he's not he's 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 not you know fast like the wind he's he's not a big guy. But geez, that he the, he always seems to be in the middle or in the front of the net or on the side of the net. Uh, even in in last night's case, uh, took a nice pass to put the puck in the empty net. I mean, it just he's he's really been quite an addition. Your, your reading of him is perfect, Terry. And and this is probably why when I started calling the games uh, with the, 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 in this uh, new season. I was a little bit uh, surprised that he was not as fast as I remembered. Mm. Uh, of course, I've, I've called those Stanley Cup finals from the Kings. And the Kings, globally, were a very strong, powerful team, uh, a la Daryl Sutter, of course. Uh, so he probably looked a little bit faster in the group, right? Yeah, yeah but, you're right. Yeah. But, but, but he makes us forget, because he, he's probably at the right time, at the right moment, most of the time, Terry. Yeah. And that is something that probably makes us feel that, uh, or makes us forget 
that he hasn't the the best of speed. But I'll tell you what, it's also a matter, I think, that he's in the right environment. Uh, if you look at when he was with the Kings, he was a kid. He was he was about he was a member of that 70s line, and with Tanner Pearson uh, and Jeff Carter, uh, well, he was uh, he, he was on the rise. That's one thing in Vancouver. He was still ha- he was still a little bit shadowed by Peterson. He was shadowed by Brock Besser. He was shadowed by Bo Horvat. Now in Montreal, he's got the doors wide open for him yep. because we want we needed a right-handed scorer, and uh, he's given some leash, and uh, he's uh, he's taking every opportunity uh, to pay uh, to pay back uh, Mark Bergevin's very generous contract for him. Hey, 17 goals, Terry. This is just amazing. Halfway yeah. point to the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also, sh- I want to tip, uh, we should tip our cap to Carey Price last night. I thought he had a heck of a game. Uh, and, and uh, you know, he's, as you point out in your note to me this morning, he's had a pretty good month of March so far. And last yeah. night, his 700th game. He wanted to win this one big time. Yeah. And, I, you know, they all say, well, we don't care about the milestones. We don't <laughs> yeah. care about the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course you do care because if you're a competitor and if you have if you have a minimum of pride, you like those moments. But, hey, Terry, very, very late last night, or I should say very early this morning, I'm glad I came to this piece uh, on, on the web telling uh, or revealing a very interesting part uh, of his uh, career so far. Uh, Since the uh, save percentage has been established by the league as an official stat, so we have to forget, of course, the Jacques Plante and the Ken Brydens of the world and those. So we have to go to the next generation of goaltenders. He is fourth in the history of the league for the best save percentage through 700 games. <laughs> Dominic Hasek is number one at 9.23. Henrik Lundqvist is second at 9.20. Roberto Luongo is third at 9.19. Carey Price comes fourth at 9.17. This is pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. And, and, and he didn't have the same quality of teams all the time. Uh, so he's, he's really up there. He's part of a very select group. And, uh, yeah, he he had a slump. He admitted he had a slump. Uh, didn't talk too much about it. That's okay. He kept in his, in his, in his bubble. He kept in his zone. But uh, in March, he's got, uh, he's got fantastic numbers. And I'll tell you what, if he's not playing up to par last night, this game could have turned around in the, the Jets' favor uh, big time. Yeah, the, the Jets are impressive. And I thought they played well last night. I just thought... You know, the Canadians were better, and they had to be. It was an important win for them last night. Uh, Ben Sherratt out for six to eight weeks. Uh, Some juggling on the blue line uh, last night for the Canadians, including an addition with Xavier Ouellette. And he did pretty good, Terry. I think, uh, and and at one point we were wondering how uh, Dominique Duchamp would cope with the absence of Ben Sherratt. Uh, By the way, uh, (laughs) this code of honor thing, makes me uh, angrier and angrier all yeah. the time. Yeah. I mean, you're on the number one pairing and you, because the code of honor, the so-called yeah. code of honor, you got to go and fight in this situation. You play the supporting cast to wake up the other team. 
Come on, Terry, explain that to me. No, I can't. I mean, what's what's the, just swallow the, the 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 short moment of pride? Yeah. That you say I'm going to back up from this. This is stupid. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Who's the big winner in that fight the other night? It's J.T. Miller from the Canucks. Yeah. It's not. It's not Ben Sherratt. It's not the Habs. Yeah. Anyway, I close my my statement. Uh, Xavier Wadad did okay. He was he was used cleverly by uh, Dominique Ducharme and especially Luke Richardson. I think it was wise not to be tempted to move up Alexander Romanov too quick. I think that Romanov played a, a, a very good game last night with Xavier Wadet. For the moment being, Terry, I don't think that Romanov is ready to move up the ladder. Moving up Joel Edmondson, although the chemistry has to be created with Shea Weber, I think was a wise thing. The Jets are big, they're physical, they're in your face all the time. It's going to be even more tomorrow night. I think it was wise to have the two big shutdown guys reunited together on the blue line. And I think that Petrie and Kulak, wow, have you seen Brett Kulak uh, last night? Yeah, fantastic. He he got the groove, he got the momentum from Petrie, and I think he looked very good. So we'll see if it it stands like that for a while. But you have anyway to cope with it because, he, as you said, Sherrod is gone for at least six weeks. So Yeah, at least and probably closer to eight. I think so. Yeah. Um, and uh, we should mention that uh, the old ranch hand is doing okay in Calgary, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to love Daryl Sutter. I mean, it may yeah, be a show. Yeah. I really got to love Daryl Sutter because I got to know him so much better. But... Praise to him. He opened up a little bit better as well yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to the public and the media. Uh, wow, what a comeback against the Oilers, the all-time rivals. It's now three wins in a row for good old Daryl. <laughs> and I'm glad you bring it up because he deserves a lot of credit. But at the same time, the um, the rebirth of the uh, the Flames, Terry, yeah. brings, brings a fantastic chaos yeah, in, the, does it ever. In, the North, in the North Division standing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a shame for the uh, Canadians that the country club at the uh, Saddle Dome is closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's closed for a while, but yeah. the, hey, hey, we're building up what we were hoping for. I mean, yeah, the Leafs, the Leafs have won only five out of ten, so it opens up the door to the Jets. The Oilers are at thirty-six points, and that four-point game last night, Terry against the Jets. The Habs are back within three points of the Oilers and the Jets, and bang, the Flames are two points behind the Habs. So wow. this, this is fantastic. I mean, and, and we're, we're at the exact halfway point of the season, and as of now, uh, things will only increase the, the intensity, the, the pressure, the, uh, the flow of the game, the, everything will increase and will, uh, will multiply. So that will be, uh, that will be quite interesting to, to watch. Tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Yeah, uh, an hour later for uh, for that Wednesday night national schedule. Yeah. Uh, so it's an 8 p.m. start in the, in Winnipeg. So a little extra hour to uh, to rest. And I think that the Habs have lots of positive to bring to the table. As Dominique Duchamp pointed out, it wasn't perfect. There were still too many giveaways in the defensive zone, Terry. I think you saw that last yeah, night. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you can't do that against the Jets because I'll tell you what, the Jets will bring their A-plus game tomorrow night. I think last night was kind of a wake-up call, yeah. and I, they will try to do better, but the Habs have to stick to what they've done good last night. Transition game, creating turnarounds, creating uh, uh, lots of opportunities from the blue line up, 
And I think if do if they do that tomorrow night, they uh, they can compete at least at a very high level as well. All right, fantastic. We'll get you to set it all up when we talk tomorrow morning, Pierre. That'll be fun, Terry. Enjoy okay. that beautiful day. Okay, you too. Thanks, Pierre. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Talk to you tomorrow.